Hey everyone, big game today. <laughs> that was, I just want to get right to it. That was one of the most incredible games I've ever seen. Like, that felt like, you know, Warriors, uh, Cavs game seven 2016. Obviously, like, the stakes aren't as high, but it felt like that. You know what I mean? It felt like that. Because I, I think there's another thing with this series where it's like, I feel like we all think whoever wins this series is going to win the title. I feel like I feel like that's the case because you know the 76ers, you know, we don't know what the fuck's going on with them. Ben Simmons is doing his, you know, regular Ben Simmons thing again. The Hawks are young, you know, they're missing a bunch of guys. Well, not a bunch. I guess they're missing their two like big defensive wings. Uh Clippers, Kawhi, you just don't know with them. Uh Suns, you know, CP got the cooties, so like you don't know with them. They're pretty young too. Um so yeah, like I, it felt like this series was like the finals, quote unquote. You know, they might still lose, but like that's what it felt like to me. That's why the stakes just felt a little bit higher than just a regular, you know, second round um, playoff series. But I just want to I just want to give a shout out firstly to all the like both teams starting lineups because this was exactly the reason why I fell in love with basketball. Games like this, where it's like Kevin Durant, James Harden, Middleton, Giannis, Drew, Brooke. You know, it's like, yo, it's time to win. So you know what we're gonna do? 53 minutes, you're playing every single minute. Middleton, you're playing every single minute. Giannis, you're gonna play almost the, almost the entire fucking game. Drew, you too. You know, James Harden, I know you have the hamstring you're playing 53 minutes and you know the other guy is like broke i think played 40 something 40 something and like on the other hand you know blake joe harris and uh bruce brown like i think bruce brown might have played 50 and the other two i think they played in the 40 so you know i just that's what i love about basketball that's like who's gonna come through at the end when everyone's you know just been exhausted and you know for for this episode i'm just going to go through i'm just going to go through the starting lineups and i'm just going to talk about what i thought of this player tonight and like what they what they gave out there so let's start off with Giannis. i want to actually let's start off with Giannis and kd combined this was an incredible you know performance by both of them you know kd with the 48 you know, assist, rebounds, Giannis with the 40 at 41, 40, you know, rebounds, assists, shot blocks, you know, playing great defense, meeting people at the rim, you know, playing in transition, you know, he made a, I think he made two or three threes, you know, and that was huge for them, he banked one imp or whatever, um, Giannis was huge for them, he was incredible down the stretch, and you know what, one thing I noticed with him is down the stretch, okay, so I noticed this the last like couple of games but I didn't know if it was real or not it looked like when he did a hook shot he had a hitch in it like he had a hitch in his hook shot tonight at the like down the stretch he took Katie to the post and he did a hook shot and it didn't have a hitch so I don't really know what's going on with that but like you know if you're if you're Giannis that's a move that like you can get off any fucking time because you know you're 6 11 7 feet tall you know, you got the long ass arms. Like you can get that off against anyone. 
So, like, that's a move that he should be going to a lot more than, like, the fadeaway. I don't think he took any fadeaways this, like, this game at all. I don't think he took any fadeaways. There was a lot of, like, pick and rolls, transition, some threes, of course. And, you know, stuff like that. I don't think, like, post-ups, straight post-ups. So, I don't think he took any, like, the fadeaway. Like, he took one at the end of uh, regulation, but, like... That was like a end of like one second left. He just took a shot. He got fouled on that, by the way. Katie definitely fouled him. But you know they're not gonna call that, which is another thing I love. It's just, it's just like you're gonna, you're gonna have to go up strong. And that's like that's one of the things I do love about basketball. Like they let you be tougher. Like Kevin Durant's pushing off, James Harden's pushing off, and they're like PJ, you can push off. Giannis, you can do this. Chris Middleton, you can do that. Drew, you can do that. Like, of course, they're going to call a couple of them every now and then. But, like, for the most part, if you watch the, like, last minute, two minutes, like, you know, when Katie had the ball, Middleton's pushing him, Drew's pushing him, and Katie's pushing them back. Like, it's so aggressive, and it's, you know, you know, no, what is it called? Uh, no boys allowed league. That's what it was down the stretch, and I fucking loved it. But back to Giannis, you know, this was a huge game. You know, I'm glad he showed up. You know, I'm, you know, I remember when Giannis got drafted. I was a bit, I was like, you know, this kid has something. And then when he started playing, I was like, oh, you know what? I see something there. And then he started playing point guard. I was like, oh, okay, that's impressive. And then he just bulked up, and then he became Giannis. So you know, I've been a pretty big fan of his. Like, there's like his game still has flaws, but the one thing you can't say about him is that. He he's never unproductive out there. Like he's 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 going to put an imprint on that game, you know. Unlike Ben Simmons or something, you know what I mean. Like Ben Simmons, like he just might be invisible for the entire game. He won't put, like he won't even do something. Like he Ben Simmons has flaws, but those flaws translate to, like, um, the box score as well. With Giannis, it's like yeah, you can be infuriated with some of his like shot attempts. You can be infuriated with like you know he's got like. No offensive moves, really. Like, he's got some, but, like, they're very basic. And so, you know, he, he doesn't have a jump shot. You know, he doesn't have, like, these type of things. So it's like... But he still ends up the he still ends up with, like, 30 points, 35 points, 10 rebounds. You know, a couple, uh, couple um, assists here and there. One thing, one thing... Another thing I noticed is, like, he's... I don't mind him taking, like, the 16, 17-footer. I really don't mind that shot. It feels like he's more comfortable with that. It just feels like that's a shot that goes in a little bit more. Like, down the stretch, I think in regulation, he made, like, a a free-throw line jumper over Blake. And, like, it just looked so much... Like, the form and the way he shot it just looked so much so much better than when he shoots threes. Like, there's just... So, like, if he's, if, even if he's making those, like, 41, 42, 43, 44% of the time, I'd rather he take those than the three. Especially, like like 10 12 feet away i feel like he needs to do more of that um but yeah like Giannis was incredible uh the hook shot he made you know that put them up two i believe maybe up one or two something like that down the in overtime um yeah he was just great you know he got tired really early like really early and i was like shit fuck this man's already tired it's like it's like five minutes into the game but you know he sucked it up he played 50 i think 50 minutes so you know he sucked it up and he was like you know what 
I don't give a fuck if my kidneys are about to explode. I don't, I don't care how dehydrated I am. I have to do this. And he did it. And this is what, like, he's 25, 26. Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing at that age. You know, that's what something that's something that's upset me with, like, Rick Carlisle and, um, you know, other coaches like Nate McMillan. Like, they won't play, you know, Trey Young, Luca, 45, 46 minutes, even though they're, like, 21, 22 years old. It's like, you know, that's when you're supposed to be doing it. Um, so, yeah, Giannis was really good. I'm, you know, happy for him that he came through. Uh, all right, let's talk about KD. KD was just incredible. Like, he's... He's reached a point where unless you like the you can't you can't get away with putting Drew Holiday and like all these small players on him. I don't think you know they put it they put Drew on him for a little bit like when PJ goes out they put Drew on him instead of Middleton. And it's like no, Drew's too small now, man. Like KD's too skilled. He's too smart now. When he's just going to take him to the post and it's an easy bucket after easy bucket. Like that's just what's going to happen. So, like, you have to put P.J. and Middleton on him. And that's what they did in the second half. Middleton, you know, he guarded he, he guarded KD. P.J. guarded KD. And, like, that's when you're, like, that's when KD's going to make tough shots. But it's shots that you're, like, okay. Like, it's a tough shot. He made it. Cool. He's Kevin fucking Durant. You know, you know his work. You know, that's what he does. He's going to make tough shots. He's going to embarrass you. And, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. So, but the thing is, it's not an easy shot. It's still a tough shot. That's what you want. You want tough shots that he has to work for. With Drew, and like, there's no, like, if the Suns had played them, like, if this Kevin Durant played the Thunder back in, like, 2013, 14, Chris Paul can't do anything against him. I don't, like, Tony Allen, maybe, because he was, like, a little bit bigger and stronger, because he was, like, 6'4". He had pretty big arms. He was kind of strong. And, like, obviously, he had the reputation of, like, an all-time perimeter defender, so he got, like, the leeway there. So maybe he would have been able to, like, still do something. But, like, Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, like, the point guards, they got nothing for Kevin Durant anymore. Like, you can't get away with putting the, like, the little guys on him anymore. You just can't. You know, he torched them. He torched everyone. Um, I do, I will say this, though. Like, it just, it, something about, I don't, I don't, it's going to sound like hating, but I don't think it is. There's something about when, like, Kevin Durant is just that big of a usage guy. Your offense, it just doesn't feel, like, as great. Like, if, like, when LeBron has, like, these type of games, like, th- those teams score, like, 120, something like that. You know what I mean? It just feels different. Like, obviously, KD was fucking amazing tonight. You know, he was incredible tonight. And maybe I'm just nitpicking. I don't know what it is. I, like, he was incredible. I just want to leave it at that. The shot that he made... At the end of uh, regulation, like near the end of regulation, with one second left, that's one of the most absurd shots I've ever seen. It was a long two, like because he was on the line, just by like an inch, maybe two inches. You know, he almost won that fucking game with that crazy ass shot. So, you know, the Bucks got lucky there. Um, like that was one of the most incredible. Like I'll say this, I'll talk about that one. PJ actually. Um, yeah, just incredible. Like, KD was otherworldly again. And you can tell, like, you know, the minutes finally caught up with him. They finally caught up with him. You know, he's been playing 40, 45, 48 minutes, 53 tonight. He's just been playing these minutes throughout, like, this entire series. And in overtime, 
and you, like I said with PJ and Middleton, like he he's gonna get he got his buckets, but like he's working for them. Like he has to put he has to exert effort to get them. With Drew, he didn't have to exert any effort. With Middleton and PJ, like he had to exert effort, and you can tell in overtime, like he just had nothing left. I think he went 0 for 6 in overtime. He made he had the air ball. He probably should have taken Drew to the rim, or like you know got in his uh, signature pull up now. But, you know, he took the three, he wanted to win it. I guess he had nothing left and he wanted to be a hero, which, you know, you're Kevin fucking Durant. I don't care. Like, if he wants to do that, I'm fine with it. Um, and it's, like, it's, it's different. Like, Trey Young, Devin Booker, uh, Donovan Mitchell, I would have had a problem with it. But, like, Kevin Durant, he's just so much better than them. And he's Kevin fucking Durant. So, like, I was fine with him taking that three. But, like, if it was, like, 2K or something, I, w- I probably would have just... And I was playing with KD. I, I probably would have just taken him to the rim or posted him up. Um, yeah, he was incredible. You know, it was very fun watching Kevin Durant play basketball again. He's just... He's a scoring machine. Like, I, I always pushed back on just scoring the basketball in terms of Kevin Durant. Because I always thought early on in, when he was with the Thunder, you could push him off his spots. You could do things to bother him and, like... You know, I don't. I didn't think his post-up game was that great. I thought if you looked at his playoff history with the Thunder, and you look at his regular season and playoffs, like they weren't that pretty. It was only like maybe one or two. It was one elite run and one like really good run, and the rest were pretty average and some were like actually bad. So, you know, I, I was pushed back on the off like this uh, scoring machine part like he he was obviously a scoring machine but like some people said he's the greatest scorer of all time like I always pushed back on that but like the Kevin Durant that we're seeing right now you know he's like he's definitely got an argument for that because there's nothing you can do with him right now three mid-range he can handle the ball post-up game he's got in free throws he, he can do it all so and, like, the contact doesn't bother him anymore. You can't get away with putting small guys on him. You know, um, he just, he just, he's just a great offensive player. Like, it's really, he, he really does have it all. You know, Monte Ellis once famously said, I got it all. Monte Ellis have it all. Katie have it all. Katie does. He's, he's incredible. Ooh. All right, let's talk about James Harden. I want to talk about James first. Uh, too many shots. You know, if you're not healthy, you can't be taking 12 fucking threes. You know, those shots have to go somewhere else. Those shots have to do something. You just, like, if you're not healthy, and he talked about it in the post-game, post, post game, you know, I'm not healthy. I had a grade two, I believe it was grade two hamstring uh, strain, sprain, I'm not, strain, I'm pretty sure. And, you know, I wasn't healthy. And it's like, yo, if you're not healthy, you can't be taking that many shots. Like, those have to go somewhere else. So, aside from that, though, I thought he looked, like, you know, he, he was doing, like, the James Harden thing where he was just flopping his way to the foul, uh, the free throw line over and over again the first quarter. He had, like, seven or eight. And, you know, there, there was a little moment where, you know, I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind James Harden getting a championship ring. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind Chris Paul getting a championship ring. You know, like, throughout the season, that's how I felt. I wouldn't mind James Harden getting the championship ring. And then when I started watching again and I saw, like, the foul baiting and I was like, fuck. Do I really want this man to get a championship ring when he plays like that? And I'm not sure I do. You know, that that, that was a... That moment in the game where he just... 
like flopped all over the court against Middleton and Drew. I was like, fuck. I'm not sure if I if I'm, like really want this guy to get a championship ring. Obviously, I don't want him to be injured. And I still wouldn't mind him getting a championship. Like, I, I really do like James Harden. I think he's been disrespected pretty much his entire career. And, you know, he talked about, like, you, you guys aren't going to appreciate me until I retire. And I think it's... I don't think that's entirely true. Like, he's right. Like, he's right to some extent. But I don't think... I feel like he's going to be more appreciated once he gets a championship ring. You know, you see that with Kevin Durant now. It's like... You know, you, you forget about all the Thunder disasters. You forget about all the games he went 10 for 30 against the Warriors. You just forget about them. And now it's two-time champion Kevin Durant. You know, his legacy, secure, his legacy is secured. There's nothing you can say about him. He just goes out there and plays now. And people, like, people can make fun of him for, like, the burner accounts. They can make fun of him for, like, his hair. They can make fun of him for, like, the off-court stuff. Um, they can make fun of him for, like, a bunch of different things. But you can't talk about his basketball ability and his uh, legacy when it comes to basketball anymore because, like, he won the championships already. Like, there's nothing you can say about him. So, you know, I think if, there, like, if Harden wins the championship, it's just going to cement everything. Like, there's, like people are going to appreciate... They're going to put more respect on his name. Um... Yeah, I, I thought passing-wise he was pretty good. Like he made, he did make some careless, like uh, cross court, not cross court, full court passes. Like they got picked off. Like you know, it, I thought he, I thought he looked fine. Like maybe like 70 percent of his regular self. Um, but yeah, he, he like the rest of the what's it called the Nets. They were shooting the ball pretty well from three. Like I think if you take away. James Harden's attempt like for the game they shot 30% but if you take James Harden's attempts away they're like at least 40 so like those shots should have gone somewhere else um, or there should have been different shots he took 12 threes they should have been like the floaters you know he felt comfortable taking like the you know putting someone in jail in the pick and roll and then just doing like a floater he should have done more of that then uh, but like I, I'll give him this I have like I said I said this to start the podcast I have so much respect for these players just playing 53 minutes. James Harden's coming off that, you know, uh, hamstring, and he said, fuck it, I'm playing 53 minutes because, you know, that's what they might need me to do. That's the, that might be the only way we can win this. It's a game seven. I have to. I don't have that many chances at a championship left, so I'm going to do this. And personally, I don't know. Like, I... I because I, I don't know how, like, like I, I gave the percentage on what he looked like, but I'm not, I'm not sure how, what he felt like. You know, he might have felt like it was fine, so, like, he played. But if I were one of the Nets people, I would have been like, yo, we're going to be healthy next season. You know, even if we lose this, like, let's, let's just let Kevin Durant do his thing, and he might pull this off, and you can come back next, next series with Kyrie. But, you know, and, you know, if Kevin Durant's not able to pull it off, we'll just, um, what's it called? You know, we're going we're gonna to be healthy next season. We're going to get a pretty decent amount of time off until the next season starts up until, I think, October, mid-October. So we're going to get a pretty good amount of time off. You come back, Kyrie comes back, KD gets some 
rest from all like these minutes and we're locked and loaded like we were the championship favorites so like come back next season we'll try it again well he's obviously gonna come back he's under contract like anyways but he said no i think we can like we have we have it right now you know the lakers are out um you know we can win this like there's no one really stopping us if we're healthy and we're gonna be healthy by the time the finals come or even like the conference finals so you know i i respect i really like i really respect him playing all those minutes you know even the last two games i think he did it so i respect that a ton who what else uh middleton and drew uh let's start with middleton first i his shot wasn't going in the first half at all. He, he he was pretty good in the second half making shots. Um he made some like clutch 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 shots. Like they got down 6 7 8 points and he made that 3. Uh, oh wait, no, wait, one more thing for Harden. I thought this game was over when he made that bank shot 3 to put them up like 7. I thought that was game over. Because I was like, "Oh, it's meant to be. It's done." Like the Bucks offense doesn't look good. And James Harden, like, he just banked in a three from the side. You know, not even, like, a head-on three. He, like, banked it in from the side. So, you know, I thought it was game over. But, yeah, that was an incredible shot by him. And it kind of looked like he was banking it. Like, if you look at, like, the angle, it kind of looked like he was trying to bank it. All right, yeah, so Middleton, after, like, Harden made that three, Middleton came down. He made a big clutch three. You know, he was just tremendous down the stretch. Um, I thought like shooting the ball obviously wasn't great but he made the game winning shot when he took it into the paint and he made like that turnaround that was the game winner that was it right there and the other really smart thing he did was uh, what's it called they were they were in the bonus they were up two and he took it to Harden and Harden fouled him two free throws and I thought that was probably game over right there as well um, so yeah he was he was really good uh, he did have a pretty bad turnover where they were in transition, and it, he turned it over. Like, he just wasn't looking at the ball. He turned it over. Uh, one, I, I can't remember who picked it up, but, he, like, Katie was already down. Katie was already at the Bucks um, thing, so um, he got an open dunk. And one of my pet peeves is Pat, like, not Pat Conte. He's not one of my pet peeves. One, like, one of the plays that he made is one of my pet peeves where someone's already dunking the fucking ball. And, like, a random player just comes out of nowhere to foul them. What the fuck are you doing? He's already dunked the ball. Why are you fouling him? You thought you were going to block fucking Kevin Durant for like, from, like, 10 feet away? Like, what, what are you doing? You know, if I, were, like, if I were a coach, if I were a player, I would have been furious. Like, there's no way you're coming back in the fucking game if you did that shit. Like, that was... I don't know what he was thinking. You know, Brooke didn't even go for it. Brooke was closer, and he was like, he already got the dunk. Pat's like, no. I got this. I can block Kevin Durant. Don't worry. Even though the ball's already in the basket, I can block him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That was so dumb. Um, and that made it like a six-point game with like a couple, like six, maybe five, six minutes left. And a game where, you know, buckets are hard to come by. That was huge. Ooh. All right, let's get back to Middleton. I forgot. He just made clutch plays after play. Like, he, it's clear where he's their guy. He like Giannis is obviously gonna Giannis is obviously their best player, but Giannis is never gonna be the guy that just runs everything. It looks like they've set into the formula of Giannis. You're gonna be a high usage pick and roll guy, transition guy, and you know we're gonna post you up a couple too. 
you know, post-up isolations. We're going to give you those as well. But you're not going to be handling the ball that much. We're not doing that anymore. Middleton, you're the guy. You're going to have the ball, you know, 50, 60% of the time. Um, you know, they they rarely ran those Giannis pick and rolls where, like, someone else is setting the screen for him and he can just get... He's, he's like, trying to force the switch. He's hunting. But, like, Giannis can't hunt because he's so far away. So it's like, how are you going to hunt? Um... Well, yeah, Middleton, Middleton. Yeah, he's their guy. And I think he's good enough to be that guy. And I, I, the thing with Middleton, he's, he's better than Tobias and CJ, of course. But I feel like they're all in that same mold where I think they would be much better if they just, like, did the little shit. Like, CJ, you know, he started off the season doing the little things that he had to do like taking 10 to 15 threes a game and then he stopped for some reason Tobias he doesn't take enough threes like even if you don't want to take 10 15 threes can you take six threes a game can you at least do that you're six eight six nine big as fuck you're strong and you're only getting to the line three and a half times or something can you can you shoot threes or can you get to the line can you do one of those things and Middleton I feel like he, he does the three-point shooting. He's still got the mid-range game. He hasn't abandoned that. He takes it to the rim. My thing with Middleton is he's got to look at Kevin Durant and be like, yo, I can, I can, I do a lot of the similar things. Like, obviously not at that high level, not as of a high level, but I can do a lot of the similar things. And what Kevin Durant does at the end of quarters when his team's in the bonus, that side swipe stuff, like, Middleton has to do that. Like, you, you have to do that. You can get six, seven free throws like that if you really want it because Giannis is going to get the other team in foul trouble. We know that. You know, in transition and all that stuff, he's going to get the team fouls up. So, you know, when, you're, when your team's in the bonus, do like the little sideswipe shit, you know? Like, get to the line. And I think if he did that, like, he would be even better. Like, of course he would be even better. Like, of course he would. Like, I think I think he would, like, go up half a tier. Not a full tier, but, like, half a tier. And that's a big deal. Whew. Uh, he was great. Really, He made the game winner. Really enjoyed Like, And I really liked how he took on the challenge of guarding KD in the second half. He's like, okay, I'll, PJ got fouled out. Drew can't guard him. I got him. I got him. And he did. Like, he, he made it tough. He's a good defender. You know, he's not great with, like, the really quick point guards, but, like, players his size, he, he's really good. He competed out there. He's the sweatiest person, perhaps, of all time out there. Um, all right, let's, ta- let's talk about Drew. Uh, Drew was really bad this game, offensively at least. I thought defensively he, was, he, he, he played really well defensively. But the big thing with Drew was he came alive in that fourth quarter, and I thought, I thought he was just about to pull the game away. I really did. You know, he made a nice... I think he got to the free throw line. He made a three. And then he made, like, a baseline jumper to put them up four, five, six points. And I thought, oh, shit. Like, he's been asked this entire game. But we're going to forget about that because he just closed out the Brooklyn Nets. Um, of course, it didn't happen because KD made the shot. But, like, I thought Drew was really bad. Like, I, like there, I, think, I think the spacing is probably hurting him a little bit. 
you know, with Giannis and Brooke. So maybe, because he can't get to the rim as often. He's taking a lot of threes. You know, he, yeah, he's taking a lot of threes. He, he also made a clutch three. When I, th- I think after KD made the end one dunk where Connington went full idiot on that. I think Drew came... No, Middleton found Drew for an open three. And, like, Drew was hitting the side of the backboard. He was missing everything. And he made that He made that three. And that was a big three. Especially after you've played 40 minutes. Like, that was a huge three. Um, I really thought he was going to close it out. You know, I don't think... Like, he hasn't been what the Bucks expected or wanted from uh, him. But what I'll say is... He's still been much, 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 much better than what Eric Bledsoe used to give them. Because Eric Bledsoe was just ass. He was, like, like middle, I mean, Drew obviously didn't have a great game shooting the ball. Uh, pretty, pretty much like this entire series. I feel like there's only, like, one or two games that he was actually good in. But, like, my point is, Drew still put up the numbers in the boxer. Like, he, he was productive out there. Eric Bledsoe was not productive. He was putting up like six, seven points, you know, not getting rebounds or playmaking. So Drew at least did those things. And he's a better defender than Bledsoe too. Um, anything else? Uh, PJ, um, you know, 40 minutes, he made it tough on KD with like the system that they were playing. Um, one thing I'll say about PJ is I don't think I feel like defensively he wasn't like he for for what they I guess told him to do he was great, but I don't think that was the correct way to play Kevin Durant. Like he kept letting him get to the baseline, and that's the shot that he's been making the entire fucking series. Force him to his left the entire time. Like if you look at like the couple of times he got forced to his left, like you know there were much tougher shots and like turnovers. So like I think that's what you had to do with KD push him to the left. But they, he kept letting him go to right. And, like, that's an easy pull-up jumper for him. Or he's getting to the rim. So, you know, I thought he, he played a good game. He got fouled out. That was a bullshit call because Blake was pretty much, like, grabbing him with both hands. And they didn't call it on Blake. They called it on PJ for, like, finally reacting because, you know, Blake had hit him, like, three, four times now. So that was bullshit. Um... But I guess what what wasn't bullshit was PJ went at the referees after he got um, the sixth foul and the referees didn't give him like tech or anything. So it was bo- the foul was bullshit, but it wasn't bullshit that they didn't give him a tech. Like I, that was good that they didn't give him a tech. Ooh, he made some corner threes too. So like you know he did his job. He did what he's supposed to do. Who else? Brook. I thought Brook played great. You know, um, not great. I thought he played all right. He still gave up, like, those uh, Bruce Brown layups. But he had a huge, 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 huge block on um, Kevin Durant near the end of the game. Um, he also made that big blunder where I thought, I, I, like, yeah, he fucked up for sure. But that play was garbage. Like, what are you even doing there? You ran a play. Like, I imagine the play was Brooke gets the ball. Middleton gets like a screen and it's open three for him. But that play was garbage. And uh, I think Drew was inbound the ball. He completely missed Giannis on like a, on the roll. That would have been an easy layup, dunk, or foul for Giannis. Instead, 
Brooke gets in the corner with KD, like, pushing him out of bounds. Um, and he throw, instead of shooting it and throwing it towards the rim, he, you know, passes it to Middleton with two seconds left. It's like shot clock violation, and that, that's how KD tied the game. So I thought Brooke played all right, though. I didn't think he was, like, I didn't think he was bad. I didn't think he was great. I thought he was solid. I thought he was good. You know, even in a game like this, he played 40-something minutes. So, like, you know, that's something you got to give him credit for. Uh, you know, 19 points, 8 19 points, eight rebounds, four block shots. You know, he made three out of four threes. So, you know, he was he was solid. Um, okay, let's talk about... And, uh, you know, on the other hand, I thought coaching-wise, Steve Nash made a couple mistakes. I thought Blake should have been out there longer. Like, there was too long of a stretch where Jeff Green was on him and just picked on him. Giannis just picked on him. Like, they realized Jeff Green can't guard Giannis. And, like, that was something we realized a while ago. Like, when, when people talked about this matchup, they were like, oh, you know, you have Jeff Green to guard him. They have KD. Blake is like, no, 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 no. The only one that could guard him was Blake, and that's it. No one else could guard him. Jeff Green had nothing for him. KD, like, like KD, KD looks like a real 6'11 guy. Giannis looks like, like, next to him, he looks an inch taller at least and way bigger. And, you know, he just muscled KD a couple times. So the only one that could guard Blake, I mean, Giannis was Blake. And I thought there was a stretch in the fourth quarter and, like, the second half where Blake just wasn't out there enough. He should have been out there more. Uh, you know, he made some threes. He made some nice plays. Uh, he, I think he drew a charge. Um, yeah, so he was good. Joe Harris. Ooh, he got picked on a lot by Middleton. His three just was not going this entire series. I think maybe game one or two he was going. But, like, for the most part, not good. Only three for nine today, which is, like, a step up for him. Um, you know, they're paying him $20, 25000000 million, and he can't knock those down. Like, some of them were, like, wide-open threes. He had a great open look with, like, 40 seconds left. Couldn't knock it down. So, you know, the 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 bench and, like, the... I thought the role players, like, Bruce Brown, Blake, Joe Harris, I thought... Like, they gave them enough. It's just the bench really didn't give them anything. And James Harden, like, wasn't James Harden. Um, what else? Uh, from the bu- the Buck side, you know, like, I talked about the Drew thing. I, like, that was a mistake from the start. Drew on Kevin Durant, that was a mistake. Um, the play for Brooke Lopez, that was a bad play. Um, what else? I know I had something for the coaching. I just can't remember what it was right now. Shit. Ooh, I just know I'm, I'm just going to remember it later. I'm going to be like, fuck, I can't believe I missed that. Or I forgot about that. I missed it. Um, all right. Uh, okay, uh, let's just talk about why the Bucks won. They won because of three things. Three-point shooting. I think they shot 41%. Pat Connington, like, he had no conscience out there. Like, he caught it, shot it. Didn't matter who was in his face. Did not matter. He airballed, he airballed one whatever but like three out of five he was he was making them uh brooke made them you know they shot 41 percent. Giannis made a couple so you know they made the threes uh and the other thing was 
Middleton and Drew had the ball the entire time. No one else was the ball handler. So they didn't turn they didn't turn the ball over that much. Only seven times. So like they didn't like they didn't give other they didn't give other people the opportunity to even turn the ball over. They were like, no. Middleton, Drew, that's it. No one else. And you know, if you guys end up getting, you know, fifteen turnovers, that's fine. But we can't have, you know, uh Pat Connington getting three turnovers. We can't have, you know, P.J. Tucker getting three turnovers. We can't have Giannis getting four, five, six turnovers. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I think Giannis was the one with four, actually. Three or four, I don't remember. But, like, I know they only had seven turnovers. So, you know, that's that's the other reason. One, The last one was offensive rebound. I think they had nearly 20 offensive rebounds. So, you know, those three things won them the game. And, actually, one one last thing. Their defense was there the entire series except for game two. The entire series, their defense was there. And, like, people are going to make fun of uh, Bud for the offense because the offense was bad the entire series. You know, they had some good halves, but it was bad the entire series. Even today, it was bad. But you have to give him credit for the defense that the Bucks played. Because if you're going to make fun of him for the offense, you got to give him credit for the defense. And that's that's one of Bud's calling calls. Like, I don't think he's a particularly imaginative defensive mind. Oh, wait. Oh, I, f- I remember the last thing. Uh, yeah, it has to do with defense. The Kevin Durant picking on Brooke Lopez, pick and roll. I don't understand why they kept playing it the way that they did. I don't understand why they didn't ice that like force him towards Brooke it's not like Bruce Brown's a three point shooter so it's like just ice it I don't know why they kept doing like this chase around thing like that made no sense to me I would have I would have done like the icing right away so I thought that was a mistake and you know I'm glad I remembered it um, but anyways yeah like defensively they were there the entire series they made it tough on the like the their handoff game they're, um, you know, they were, they were very physical, and the referees let them be physical. You know, their their rotation for the most part were really good. Their ball pressure was really good. They they just played really good on defense. So you know, offensive rebounding, turnovers, three point shooting, and defense. That's what that's what won them the series and this game. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the Nets for a little bit. Ooh. You know, it's interesting because, you know, I mentioned like the Kevin Durant thing where it's like, yeah, he was amazing, but it just doesn't feel like when he's amazing, like his team scores this many points. And my thing with that is, I just don't feel like he's a natural creator. He's a creator where it's like, oh, I created a double team on me. Let me find someone now. He's not a creator where he's like, oh, no, I'm this place to create for others. His, for, mo, for him, it's more like, I'm going to try scoring, but if they put two or three on me, that's when I'll pass. Because if you look at this team, even without Kyrie, it's an offensive team. So, like, why, why are they only scoring, you know, uh, whatever the fuck it was tonight? I don't even remember. Um, let me check, actually. Let me check 
real quick. They only scored 111 points in 53 minutes. So why are you, like, you have Blake out there. He's a stretch five. Uh, Joe Harris is a three-point shooter. You have uh, Bruce Brown is a good, like, uh, floater guy. You know, you have KD. You're fucking Kevin Durant. James Harden can make catch-and-shoot threes. Um, you know, Jeff Green can make catch-and-shoot threes. Landry Shamit can make catch-and-shoot threes. So it's like, why are you guys not scoring? And I, th- I think that some of that has to do with KD, because if I think if he's that ball dominant, that matters, and um, that that's what happens when he's that ball dominant, um, and that's why like the when he was with the Warriors, they were like, yo, like those isos are cool. We need those at the end of the shot clock. We need those, you know, at like the end of games and shit like that. But you can't be playing that iso ball the entire series. Like we heard that when he was with the Warriors. You know, the Warriors were like, yo, we're at our best when everyone is doing it. You know, when everyone's a threat. But, so, like, you know, I think that, that happens a lot with KD. Like, KD's obviously, like, an offensive weapon. Like, if he's playing with a primary ball handler, then, like, you can score 135 points, 140 points easily. But when he's the ball handler, I don't think it's, it's not that easy. Um... Yes, because like, if you look at the Cavaliers 2018, um, like, they scored a bunch of points. Like, there were obviously some games where they couldn't, but, like, the games that they won, you know, they, they had George Hill, like, bad Clarkson, bad JR. You know, Kevin Love got a concussion again, I think. Jeff Green. And they were scoring points. So, Yeah. I was just shocked that they couldn't generate points, like 111 points in 53 minutes. The game five, they only scored 90-something points, I believe. So, you know, he had offensive weapons around him, but, like, he took it upon himself where it's like, no, I'm the star. I'm going to take 36 shots. And I do respect that. Like, when you're Kevin Durant, you can do that. I don't have a problem. When you're Donovan Mitchell, you're Trey Young, I do have a problem then because, like, firstly, you're not Kevin fucking Durant. Secondly, you've never shown that you can do this. And, like, Kevin Durant still made the right plays. I just feel like with some of these young players, they get too caught up in being the guy. So they get more... They become more tunnel vision than hero ball. Like, I've talked about this many times now. So, yeah, this was an incredible fucking series. Um, I think the Bucks or the Suns are probably going to win the title. If... I think... My bet would be the Bucks. I just don't feel like any other team can stop them. You know, with no Hunter, no Reddish, I don't think the Hawks have anything for them. The 76ers got their own problems. Embiid's got the torn meniscus. On the other side, the Suns, like Chris Paul got the cooties. Uh, Kawhi and the Warriors, like they don't have anyone that can stop this Giannis. You know, this Giannis, I don't think they have anyone that can stop him. Um, so, yeah. And, like, the way that Giannis is playing now, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, you know, if we stop Giannis with the ball, we win. No, no, no. Giannis is not... Giannis is a big man now. He's not playing, like, that perimeter slash big man game. He's doing full big man game now. So, Kawhi can't just be like, oh, I got him. I'm just going to pressure him as a ball handler and shit like that. No, no, no. That, that won't work now. So... That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, I'll give my... You know, I, I just want to say, this was an incredible fucking series. Uh, other thing for the Nets, 
they're gonna come back healthy next year. I wonder if Bruce Brown's still gonna be there. I wonder if Blake Griffin's still gonna be there. I wonder what they're gonna do with Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, he's under contract. You know, if he's healthy, he can, you know, give them something. But I'm not even sure he would be playing down the stretch just because he can't shoot. So maybe, but he would he would be like a obviously like a bench boost for them, like those Mike James minutes, like you know those Mike James minutes, those Landry Shaman minutes, like. Spencer could definitely give them like 12, 15, 18 points off the bench. Um, and if he's having a good game, he can like be out there to close out games too. But yeah, so like the Nets have like the Nets have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden for another year for sure. I don't know what's going to happen with Harden after that. I don't even know if he's going to sign the extension. Maybe, maybe he just does it this year. I don't know. Um, but they're going to have Kyrie, KD, Harden. Um, it is interesting though Like D'Antoni I think he's probably Going to leave Right he, He's going to leave So I wonder what Offense they're going to look like And I think they have What is it Emeka Udo He's been he, Like from what I've been reading He's been You know Contacted as like A head coach Especially by like The Celtics Because like um, I guess he played on the Not played He coached on the um, The US team And you know The Celtics were there So you know, they liked him from that, and um, yeah, so they, I guess, campaigned for him, maybe. I'm not sure, like, exactly how much they campaigned for him, or how much they like him, but I just know, you know, he's a name that, that, you know, teams are looking for, like, so the Nets might lose D'Antoni, and then they might lose um, Emeka, so, like, I wonder what their coaching staff is going to look like because Steve Nash had a lot of help this year with pretty much Dan Tony's offense and uh, what was it Jacques Juan, Jacques Jacques Vaughn as the defensive coordinator and if you look at them defensively like in the playoffs like they played great defense too like I guess some of the offensive problems that the Bucks have you have to give credit to the Bucks defense so you know, give them credit for that. This like they scouted Giannis really well. They they like Giannis in the Miami series was still a ball handler. You know, he was doing like the screen and roll shit, but he was a ball handler much more. Like the Nets made him into a full out big man. That's what they did. They're like, no, 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 you're not doing like this. You're not doing this ball handling shit. You know, we're gonna give you ten feet of space. We're gonna put a guy in front of you that's probably as strong as you, and you're just gonna have to run through him again and again. Um, so yeah, I wonder, you know, who's coming back, what what they're gonna look like next year. I I would imagine they're they're probably right. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, I would say them and the Lakers are gonna be like the favorites. That's what my guess would be. Um, even even if like whoever wins this year. Is not going to be the favorite heading into next season. They're just not. Like the remember, like when the Cavaliers beat the Warriors, Warriors opened as the favorites. So even without KD, like they opened as the favorites because yeah, they were really good. The, you know, so we'll see about the Nets. We'll see who get who they who comes back. Um, we'll see. You know, they're going to be a little bit older next year. I think Kevin Durant's going to be thirty-four. Harden's going to be 32, 33. Uh, Kyrie's gonna be 31, 32, and with Kyrie, it's more like, well, how long is he gonna keep playing for? Because you know we we've heard him talk about, 
the, you know, you know, I might be like the Lauren Hill, and I might just quit out of nowhere. No one's gonna know about it. So like, you know, we have heard him talk about that. Um, yeah, you know, great series. Loved it. I love this fucking game, and um, I think um, I think we're headed for like a really fun finals because I think any fi- any finals especially with Utah out like no offense to Utah I just I just don't think they're fun and I don't think I just don't think they're fun so you know since they got eliminated like you look at all the matchups you look at Bucks Suns fun Bucks Clippers fun 76ers uh 76ers, Suns, that's fun. 76ers, Clippers, that's fun. You look at Hawks, Suns, that's fun. Hawks, uh, Clippers, that's kind of fun. Not that much fun. I, just because like, I just don't think they have the wings to guard those guys. So that's not as fun. Um, that would be the only series where I'm like, I, I don't know about that one. But yeah, you know, great series. Had a lot of fun watching it. Um and um yeah thank you for listening everyone waking up half past five blood on pill one bruised eye drunk too much you know what i'm like but you should have seen the other guy this ain't the right time for you to fall in love with me Oh baby, I'm just being honest And I know my lies could not make you believe Running in circles, that's why In my dark time I'll be going back to the street Promising everything I Let me bum a smoke So coming down Dripping through I got another man's blood on my clothes But it ain't his fault It's a life I chose This ain't the right time For you to fall in love with me My baby, I'm just being honest Never make you believe Running in circles That's why In my dark times 